You've got work friends, you've got best friends, and now you've got ghoul friends. Hello and welcome to episode 79 of the Ghoul Friends Podcast. What's your name? <laughs> I'm Kate. And I'm Celeste. <laughs> I think I just struck out. <laughs> you literally just looked at me like, why aren't you talking? I'm like, you haven't said your name yet. <laughs> what is going on? Como te llamas? <laughs> Oh, como did he say what? <laughs> Anna Caitlin Soyslist. <laughs> that was my bad. That was beautiful. We got to keep that one. Thank you. Thank you. Bringing in the laughs early today, just, huh? Just coming in hot. <laughs> oh, man. Coming in hot literally with my burning middle finger. I know. You just poured boiling water on your middle digit. It's fine. This is all fine. <laughs> just, just, just a little slight burn sensation going on. Just a little bit, but it's gonna be fine. We've got cookies and Lacroix, and yeah, life is good. And hey, it's Saturday. It is not Look at Sunday. Us. We got a busy day tomorrow, so yeah, we've got sure. to get this done. As I say, we've got our friend's Christmas party tonight. Yes, so we got to get ready. We're dropping off the dog to grandma, so yes. we're going kid free tonight, which we're <laughs> pumped about. Yes. And we have no dryer. <laughs> we have no dryer. <laughs> what a week. Well, let's start with thanking our one of our favorite ghouls, Leanne. Yes. For the Christmas cookies. Yes, one of which is sitting right beside you. I know. I brought it over here because I am ready to eat it, but then I'm like, I can't eat. And it's going to be a very crackly sound on so the So I'm just going to have to stare at it for the next hour. Look at it. We're been <laughs> Until we're done. Yes. Yeah. So thank you, Leanne. They absolutely. are absolutely wonderful. Yeah, it's so sweet. The farmer in the Dale. Farmer in the Dale. You know, I see it all the time on her story, and I'm like, damn, that looks good. And yeah. then, lo and behold, look what shows up. It, it is good. <laughs> it is good. We can confirm. Yes. It was delicious. So thank you again for that. That's so sweet. A heckin' delight. It was a heckin' delight. Yes. Yeah, let's see what else we what got. What was not a delight was the text message from Celeste this week that, <laughs> hey, our dryer's dead. Want to go shopping? Yeah. Well, that's It's kind of fun, but like not when it's a big chunk of money. It's true. To be fair, it was not our dryer to begin with. So we were true. kind of, you know, it's not like we lost money necessarily on that. Right. Um, it was included with our our house when we you know started renting mm-hmm. um but yeah you know i was kind of hoping we could push it to tax return time but <laughs> the dryer said otherwise <laughs> here we are yep so it's been pretty squeaky for a while luckily we have the door that like shuts it in the there sounds. but it's still pretty loud but well right and then it was like i you know i read about it and everything said you know <clears throat> the belt and it was going bad and it was like oh you can replace it yourself and then i watched a video of someone doing it i was like I can't do that because I will electrocute myself trying to like take the thing apart and then I can't even put it back together. So, well, yeah, let's not bite off more than we can chew. It's true. So we just said, you know what? Merry dryers. Christmas. Yep. You know, that's what happens when you're 30. You, you get washes it. and dryers for Christmas. But can we talk about like the wisdom? Apparently, I don't know when it happened that was like imparted to us on picking a washer and dryer. Well, let's just first back up. Celeste is obsessed with doing laundry. I love laundry. Like, loves doing laundry. I don't know the last time that I have actually done laundry. I threw my shirt in there the other day, and I got my socks in, but, like, I don't really do laundry. I do help you fold sometimes. I think the last time you did laundry was that fateful night in Massachusetts when you went down to the basement. And that was it. And that was the end of the laundry. (laughs) Listen a few episodes ago. And you'll hear that story. story. (laughs) But, yes, um, I think you're right. I've kind of done it here and there, but I have not, like... From no, start to finish, done. That's like my thing for sure. You love it. I do. I and will let you love it. 
sadly, I got that directly from my mother, who yes. also loves laundry. And, like, always has the just... Top of the line, like... Won't get the, you know, Target brand detergent. fabric softener. <laughs> when we lived with them before we moved into this house, um, I was doing laundry one day, and I literally... Because, okay, fight me on this, but you know what? We got a lot of shit to do during the day. <laughs> I ain't got time to separate. Yeah. It's called a color catcher. Throw it in, and you're good. Yeah. We, you do separate the towels, though. Like, I, you do towels. Like, and, towels and sheets. Yeah. And then everything else goes together. Yeah. Like, like I'll wash my t-shirts with my jeans. Yeah. I don't care. Yes. Throw a tight or a color catcher, put it on cold, you good. My mother was horrified. Absolutely. You were, you ab- got banned from the laundry room. <laughs> I know. Which at first I was kind of mad at, and then I actually didn't mind it because all the laundry just magically appeared folded clean and yep. See, I don't returned. know why she does it inside out, though. She folds everything inside out. I'm like, that's too much work. I don't know. Because then you have to pull the right side in again. Kathy, we have questions. We have questions. <laughs> I remember my mom, because my mom would have, we'd have a basket in our room, mm-hmm. and then she would come and get it and wash it, dry it, fold it, and put it back. Yeah. But then she would get mad if, like, things were inside out. She would not mm. fold the right side in. Like, however you put it in there, it's going to be, you know, and, like, sometimes you take off, like, your pants and your undies, and they're all yeah, it's tangled. Folded together, yeah. She would wash them and dry them and put them back in the hamper like your that. Your mom petty. Like, oh, but I get it. When no, I, I get the point. In Massachusetts, when I worked with the kids, she would just put a thing of laundry out, and the older boy... yeah. Took everything off inside out. And I, I mean, I got paid to do it. So <laughs> usually there was like three hours when the baby napped yeah. that I had to do, you know, fold one basket of Right. Laundry. So I would do it, but I was like, with two kids and like working and doing it, like I couldn't imagine. Nope, that's how you get no, it. No, my mom was really stringent about, um, she would check our pockets before she would like throw things uh, into the wash. Yeah. And we were real bad about leaving stuff in our pockets, <clears throat> especially like money, like cash we would leave a lot of times. Yep. And she basically set up a jar in there, and if it got left in there, it was, like, her tip, she said. <laughs> and she kept it. Like, she just was not giving it back to you. Well, in fairness, it probably was her money to begin with. It so. was. <laughs> My <laughs> brother was... Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just saying, essentially, she was paying herself. But Pretty much. Fair enough. My brother always got in trouble because he would leave pens in his pockets. Oh. And he was, like, you know, like, that gangster. He had his baggy pants. So my mom wouldn't always feel it in his mm-hmm. pants when she'd throw them in. And then there would be, like, pen ink everywhere. Just, like, reason number 5,000, I could not have children. Like, how do you do that? Mm-mm. Like, uh, the neighbors were going to school the other day. And, like, they're getting in the car. And they look all cute and neat. And they got little uniforms on. I'm like... How into hell do you get yourself <laughs> up and then you get children up? Like, our kids would go to school in pajamas and one sock. Like, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. I don't, my kids would go naked. You, you just go. They, whatever you woke up in, you're going <laughs> to school. Just, you're wearing your PJs to school. You're going to be that trashy kid <laughs> that wears the slippers and PJ yeah. pants to school. Exactly. There's always that one or two in the, yep. in the school. You're just like, yeah. what are you doing? <laughs> I know. I'm like, what time do you wake up? Like, 2 a.m. to like. <laughs> Do all your stuff and then get your kids ready. Yeah. It's probably. insane. Yeah. Kudos to anybody yeah. that has children because I can have my admiration. Get, like, I had to last week start going in to work an hour earlier. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm literally leaving the house when I usually wake up. And I was like, what if I had to have like kids ready and go? Nope. Mm-mm. I know I had to lay out your outfits to make <laughs> sure you got dressed. Because <laughs> I would go to work naked. <laughs> Caitlin is not very, uh, coordinated in the morning shall we say <laughs> so it's a lot easier if I just lay out what I like know she likes to wear so she could just put it on after she showers it's true luckily I just have to get to work with those clothes on because I change it to scrubs once I get there yeah 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 Fair scrubs enough. is easy because it's just 
Yeah. the same. That is an ideal work outfit. Pretty much. Not wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the week of Christmas. It is Merry Christmas week. Yes. I'm excited. Are you? Yeah, because I have two and a half days of work. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> like, I, yeah, nice break. <laughs> I just can't, I just still cannot like wrap my brain around the fact that it's the week of Christmas. I know. Like 2020 is almost We're over. We're coming up to Thank our year anniversary of quarantine anniversary. What yep. the fuck? Yeah, going on? I about to say, we're about to hit the March anniversary of mm-hmm. it'll only be two weeks, and then you're going back, and it's now about a year, a year later. It's <laughs> wild. Absolutely wild. Yeah. So, yeah, that's exciting. Things coming up. Yep, it is. So, what are we doing? Yeah, well, I think we're continuing the uh, Christmas-themed episode. Last week, we gave you a little Christmas true crime. Yep. And uh, you want to tell them what we're talking about this week? I don't know. I put that onto you because I don't know how to explain it. (laughs) So we're talking about essentially what I kept calling it in my head was like Christmas cryptids because I think these could be considered a cryptid. Yeah, I think so. Um, And to give you an example, Santa, one would consider maybe a cryptid because Mm -hmm. he's strange and no one's really ever seen him (laughs) or have they? Or have they? Um, Yeah. And to be fair, um, did not know how much we were going to find with this topic. And there's a lot. There's a lot. Yeah. (laughs) There's a lot of Christmas cryptids running around. There really are. Other than Santa. Other than Santa. We all know He kind of makes an appearance, though. He's in mine, too. He's okay. in a few of mine. Cool. Well, how many do you have? I, don't, I have, like, <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. So you're okay. just going to have to bear with me because okay. I got lots of notes, lots of weird stuff. And, you know, we're just... <laughs> we should it. not expect anything less from me. <laughs> no, we're not going for perfection here. You know no. this. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I've got a couple okay. little ones. So okay. what, what, what you got? Say so I've got uh, four. Yeah. Kind of like mid-sized ones. All right. I'll start. Okay. Sound good? Yeah. Okay. Hit it. So I'm going to start with, it's got a very weird name, but luckily it has a cute little nickname. Okay, good. But not such a cute story. Yeah. Okay. The best I can do with this pronunciation is <laughs> Yolakatorin. Okay. Sounds right. Yeah, sure. Why <laughs> AKA not? AKA the Yule cat. Oh, okay. perfect. We do love a cat. Yes. Well, we don't like this cat. Well, no. kind of. I mean, we might like this cat because we're not really children people. So Fair. Um, all of mine kind of are more famous, I guess. Okay. Than what you like More well-known. Yeah. Okay. So, sorry. I'm boring. It's but. okay. Okay. So, this story dates back into the 19th century in Iceland. Ooh. Um, and basically, it's to scare the shit out of your kids when they behave. That's a common theme in, like, <laughs> yeah. all of these, literally. <laughs> to me, I'm like, this is like the elf on the shelf, but violent. Mm. That little bastard. I'm like... Thank God that started after we were, like, children. Yeah. I'm like, that's a lot of work to have to do something every single night. I'm like, you're getting mm. Christmas. What the fuck more there do you was, need? <laughs> do you want to know something funny? Is there is a friend on my Facebook that is, like, a very cool mom, but just... That's just too much. So they put the elf in, like, a mason jar, put the cover on it, that the elf needed to quarantine for two weeks. <laughs> so she Ooh, just started, like, last week. <laughs> smart. That's, that's creative. Okay. Got him. Exactly. That's awesome. Yep. I, that's some shit we would do. <laughs> it's like, she's like, I wasn't feeling it this year, so, like, two-week quarantine. <laughs> that's... Yeah, it was pretty funny. Yeah, I was like, that is definitely something we would do. That would be. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so this 
cat. Apparently, he's a big, huge cat, like as tall as like a three-story house. Oh, so he's a big ass cat. He's a big, big, old, bigger than Mishka. He's a big Mishka. <laughs> yes, he looks a lot like Mishka. Oh, Mishka. Yeah, your cousin. Oh, it's my sidekick, Gil. He's <laughs> <laughs> <As> your <can. laughs> Um, so basically, this is obviously dating back to the 19th century. They didn't get, you know, hoverboards and Nintendo Switches for Christmas. They got, you know, dried fruits and oranges, candy, things like that. Right. Um, and clothing were big ones, especially socks. Right. Were big. Fair enough. It's cold. Okay. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Um, so basically to get your rewards for Christmas, Mm -hmm. your, you know, goodies, you had to do your chores. Yeah, so you had fair to do enough. whatever. Well, if you didn't do your chores, that's when the Yule Cat is coming to get you. Mm. Um, so he comes to town on New Year's Eve, or no, New Year's Eve, Christmas Eve. Yep. Okay. And walks around and kind of like peers into the windows. And sometimes he like snatch up your dinner, mm. snatch up your kid, <laughs> snatch your life. <laughs> and he has a big sack that he puts him in. And he can bring them. He'll either eat them. Okay. Just right there. Just right out, eat them. All right. Or put them in the sack and bring them to his troll witch, who is like his owner name. You said it correctly. Gorilla? Gria? Gorilla? Nope, you did not say it correctly. (laughs) Gorilla? No. I would say Gryla. Gryla. Okay. Okay. Um, So this is apparently just a dark, evil, demented Santa Claus type lady. Okay. Like, she kind of rules... She like mountain witch. Yeah. Okay. Apparently she has a bunch of other, they're not so Christmas related, mm-hmm. but in kind of like this folklore has other trolls and things that okay. she kind of masters. So they got a big old nasty family up there. Pretty okay. much. Yeah. Um, so do your chair, do your chores, you know, or she won't get snatched. Socks, you're going to get snatched. And some people believe that, uh, did you ever watch... It reminded me of um, the BFG. Yes, because you made me watch Remember? it. I'd never seen it until you showed it to me. Didn't we watch it on the plane somewhere? Yeah, I think we watched it going on our honeymoon. I think you're right. Yeah. Such a good movie. It is a good movie. But it reminded me of that, like taking the kids back and like making them live with them. Oh, yeah. And then if they got hungry, it was like, oh. They just eat them. Little snack. <laughs> little snacky snack. Yeah. Little sweet snack. <laughs> I yeah. can just imagine a, like, mega-sized Mishka. He's our main coon cat, if you haven't figured that out yet. He's all black. <laughs> like, I imagine big old Mishka, like, prowling <laughs> around. <laughs> Get over here, Gil. <laughs> also, Mishka has a Russian accent. That's why we do that. <laughs> Caitlin really wants to make him a TikTok. And he needs a TikTok. Bad. Would you want to see Mishka TikTok? Mishka talk. Mishka talk. <laughs> I think everybody wants to see a Mishka talk. I think so, too. Bali, ali, ali, Mishka, you better wear some Christmas clothes, gals, or else I'll come in and I'm snatching them. See? You. We <laughs> Do you want to hear more of that? <laughs> we literally can make fun of each other. Like, we can really burn each other bad, as long as it's in, like, Mishka's voice. It's kind of like the equivalent of the Southern bless your heart. <laughs> like, as long as you say bless your heart after it, it's fine, because it's not really that mean, but... Oh, speaking of... I'll say, there comes Yule Cat now. <laughs> He does look like a Yule cat. Yeah, he does. He's pretty shady. Well, he's had some practice, too, because when I still, like, would go home, like, stay, live at my parents' house, like, at Christmas, they had their Christmas village, (laughs) and this is when I first had Mishka, and Mishka literally one night went stomping through the Christmas village, and I think decapitated the nun, (laughs) and the next day we just found the nun head, like, sitting on our (laughs) stairs. (laughs) 
So Mishka's pretty qualified to be the Yule Cat, if I do say so myself. I was just practicing Gail for Christmas Eve. <laughs> I like to be King Kong or Godzilla. <laughs> and his naughty cousin Artie the other day. Yeah. Gabby put a Gabby Gould put her Christmas tree up and found Christmas ornaments in her in bed. bed. <laughs> I'll bring you a gift, Gil. <laughs> I'm like, oh man, all these bad cats. They're so bad. It's just yeah. a herd of bad cats. It is. So there's a very, like I said, don't expect too much from me this week because I've had a crazy week. Mm-hmm. So you're just getting a little sprinkle of everything and that's gotcha. just going to have to be good. So we're going to count on you this week, much like right. every other week. Well, you want me? <laughs> I don't think that's true. But do you want me to do one of mine now? Yes. All right. Uh, so Yule Cat Lessons, wear your Christmas clothes like, if, you know, your great-grandma gave you a, a sweater that you hate, you better wear it. Otherwise, you know. And do your chores. Yule Cat's come to get you and get that receipt with it. Yep. You are the receipt. <laughs> you are the receipt. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Um, so, my first one is one that I had never heard of before. Okay. And he's called Bell Snickle. Oh, I like him. What a funny name, right? Bell Snickle. Reminds me of the Snickerdoodle. Yep. He's not a snickerdoodle. Oh. He's a little meaner than a snickerdoodle. Oh, okay. So um, this legend originates in Germany in the Rhineland area, and it came to the U.S. and North America in the 18th century. Okay. So to give you an idea behind um, what the name actually means, it's obviously German. Mm-hmm. Um, the bell in Belsnickel comes from Belsen, which is German for furs or pelts. And Nickel is the German equivalent of Niklaus or St. Nicholas. Yeah. Okay. So, he's not like Santa. He's more like Santa's hitman. (laughs) And we'll talk about why. Santa's hitman. (laughs) So, basically, he creeps around weeks before Christmas, and he wants to see who's been good and who's been bad, and he reports that back to St. Nick. So, he's like his, like, like literally his hitman. He's, like, out there looking and making sure you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. Santa's snitch. Exactly. He's a narc. (laughs) Santa's (laughs) narc. So, yes, and he knocks on windows, and then if he, you know, no one responds to him, he just, you know, straight up kicks the door in, like, cop style. So, he goes in, and when he finds children in the homes, he basically comes in with, like, a switch. And if you're not Southern, let me explain what a switch is. (laughs) A switch is a little, like, stick, essentially, that, at least in the South, these are riding crop. Yeah, but in the South, we're too, like, we're not even, like, to riding crops to have us. It's literally a branch you yank off a tree, and you can basically beat the hell out of your kids with it. And that happened a lot growing up. You had to pick your switch, too, didn't you? Yeah, and my grandparents called it a butt finder. <laughs> and here's the trick, kids, is uh, you don't want to get the little stick. You're thinking to yourself, like, it's little, it won't hurt that bad. It hurts way worse. <laughs> get the big old stick. <laughs> So anyway, Bell Snickles pack in his switch, yep. and when he kicks the door in cop style and goes to see the kids, um, if the kids have been bad, and you know them parents are like, these kids have been horrible, like, get them. Go get them. He basically beats the fuck out of them with the switch. <laughs> and if they're good, he gives them sweets. Oh. <laughs> so he's kind of like good cop, bad cop. Like, you better do what you've been told. All of these are just like, your kids better behave. Like, just ways to terrify your children. Well, right, and I think about like American, like, you know, Christmas things and legends, and mm-hmm. it's, like, so benign compared to these. Yeah. Like, Europe was, like, getting their kids in line. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah, that's Ours, wild. Or, like, you know, the boogeyman will get you. They're yeah. like, yeah, this dude's going to kick in the door and beat the fuck out of you, so <laughs> you better do what you're told. Yep. Um, so, yeah, so Belsnickel was thought to be, there is a, a reference to a character who may be 
who kind of became Belsnickel. Mm-hmm. His name was uh, Necht Ruprecht, and that's German, so I apologize if I said that wrong. He was a servant um, to St. Nicholas, and he's mentioned in the Brothers Grimm stories. And basically, he's there to represent, like, the opposite of St. Nick. Okay. That makes sense. So St. Nick's, like, your good, jolly Santa. Is he, he doing something with it? <laughs> he's biting the kitchen rug. Yule cat on the loose. <laughs> I's Yule cat. I is the Yule cat gal. <laughs> Um, yeah, so he's kind of anti-Santa, and for some reason, oh, actually, there is a reason behind this. This is really a bigger deal in Pennsylvania today. Oh. Because Pennsylvania has a very strong German influence. It's where a lot of German settlers went, um, and this area is the Pennsylvania Dutch. Um, So to give you an idea of this, in the 1800s, Bell Snickel was more popular than Santa in Philadelphia. What? And he kind of made his big debut everywhere in the U.S. in 1882. He's mentioned in a poem called A Visit from St. Nicholas, or a version of it that was written by Clement uh, Clement Clark Moore. And you actually know this poem. Any guesses why? (laughs) It's also the Twas the Night Before Christmas poem. So apparently in a version of that he's mentioned, and that's kind of when he got more standing in the U.S. Interesting. Yeah. So that's Bell Snickle. Bell Snickle. Bell Snickerdoodle. Jeez. Yeah. Bell Snickerdoodle. <laughs> you better behave. That one just hit me. Good one. Thank you. You're such Thank a nut. Yes. All right. So this one is very short, and you could go on forever with this one. Okay. But I just did the sprinkle. I feel like most everybody knows who Krampus is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So I'm going to give you the little. He's not nice. Christmas <laughs> sprinkle of Krampus. All right. <laughs> Um, so he's a weird hybrid between like a human, a dog and like a goat. Okay. Okay. So he's got kind of like human ish head. Yeah. Like horns and like this big, long, nasty, gnarly tongue. Ooh. And he's just hairy and has like goat legs and hoofs and just not cute. He's not cute. Yeah. That's two out of 10. Yeah. I would swipe left. (laughs) (laughs) Uncrypted tender. <laughs> I don't know. Is right, swipe right, is that like the yes? I think so, but okay. t- Tinder came out way after we met, yeah. so. I, I'm just trying to keep up with the I've never tendered. I've, I've never bumbled or tendered <laughs> or hinged or whatever the fuck they call it now. <laughs> Y'all, we met on Plenty of Fish. <laughs> when it was free. The free version. My brother was on it like a couple, I don't know, like a year or so ago, and he's like, Damn, I ran out of coins. And I was like, like you're fuck? on Plenty of Fish? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, the fuck are coins? Like, what do you need coins yeah, you for? pay for it now. I'm like, shit. I was too cheap. I was like, I'm not doing that. our cheap shit. asses like, had the same idea. <laughs> Spending no money to find the love of my life. <laughs> You'll find that free bitch. <laughs> and it worked. Ta-da. So Plenty of Fish, if you're listening. <laughs> yes. Okay. So... Oh, he also has these, like, really nasty fangs. Of course. You can't have good teeth and... You know, I wish everybody could see this. <laughs> She's doing some good fang impressions. <laughs> um, so much like me and you, he hates children that misbehave. Fair. Um, so he's a little violent. He As will, most of these are. They like. really are. Well, he doesn't always kill them, um, but he does like to rip off girls' ponytails. Oh, dang. And beat, so beats kids with the branch, which is like a switch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got the wooden spoon. That's what we had. Yep. In the north. I've heard of that. And the flick. But I think that was very I think that was particular to, to my mother. <laughs> <laughs> Say I've never heard of the flick until you. 
horrible. If yeah. you've never had your lip flicked by a really long, sharp fingernail, you are so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> and don't ever do anything to get yourself flicked. No. no, I learned quick. I would just like cover my mouth and run. And then she would just like, she knew. And so she never would like, she wouldn't like chase you down to like flick your lip. She'd yeah. just like wait until everything kind of calmed down and she'd come right up behind you and Sneak it <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> Sneak a So you tag. know, even if you didn't get it right then, like you were going to get it, it at some common. point. Yep. You sure were. Yeah. But she did spank me one time and then she cried. So <laughs> we never got spanked. <laughs> oh, we did. <laughs> and we were the ones crying. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Never. Interesting. But the, the, the lip flick was... Enough. Yeah, it was enough. Fair enough. Okay. Um, okay. So... He also also has a sack. Okay. But is not filled with nice cute toys. Alright. Um, it fills it's filled with children. Oh, okay. Um and he'll either bring them back for his little dinner mm-hmm. and he'll eat them, oh. or he can just make it a portal to hell and send the kids straight to hell. Oh dang. That is a very efficient sack. Like it can do a lot. <laughs> it's magic. Yeah. Much like Santa. Exactly. Magic. Yeah, bye, Felicia. Yeah, for real. <laughs> um, a weird, random fun fact about Krampus. He likes women with big boobs, so I'm safe. Yeah, you're good, I'm girl. Good. <laughs> he ain't gonna mess with you. No. It's gonna be a no from me. Move along. He's like, oh, you're cool. Okay. Oh, you're cool. Yes. So, that is a very tiny sprinkle of Krampus. There's a lot on Krampus. It was so much, and I was like, I don't feel like doing this right now, so I didn't. Yeah, and I feel like so many movies now are using Krampus that, like, horror, like, Christmas horror movies did not know that was a thing, but it is. Um, yeah, that's an, a favorite. Speaking of Yule don't, Cats. Don't. Don't. do it. The Yule Cat just jumped up. All right. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> All right, so my next one is, uh, this one is easily my favorite because it makes, like, no sense to me, but okay. it's funny. So this one is called the, and this is a hard pronunciation, the Mari Luid, and this is in Wales, or Welsh history, um, which is in the UK, I believe. Um, it originated in pre-Christian times, and I'm going to kind of give you the... Uh, the background, and then I'm going to describe what this looks like, and you're going to laugh because it's actually quite funny looking. <laughs> okay. So um, it's been a symbol for almost 3,000 years, so it's very old. And the name Marie Louise is obviously Welsh, and it translates loosely to um, either two things. One is gray mare, like a, a gray horse. Yep. And in Celtic mythology, um, pale horses are known to have the ability to travel back and forth from like the underworld or the other side to this world. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Another translation of the name is also called Grey Mary, and this actually has a connection to the nativity story, the Christian nativity mm-hmm. story itself. So it's thought that Grey Mary was a pregnant horse that was in the stable when Mary arrived to give birth to the baby Jesus, mm-hmm. and basically they booted Grey Mary up out of there to let human Mary in. <laughs> okay. And basically it says that she had to wander um, around trying to look for somewhere to give birth to her foal mm-hmm. and has kind of earned this name through that legend. Okay. So it kind of has both has ties to that. Um, now, what this thing looks like, because it's not a, a fictional thing, it's something people actually do. They put this together. Okay. You know what a hobby horse is? Yes. So think of a horse on a, a horse head on a stick. Yep. This is a horse skull on a stick. Okay. Like a literal horse skull. <laughs> um, it's decorated in like Christmas lights and streamers like come down from her head. Like she's like, you know, styling. 
Um, and let's talk about what you do with this hobby horse. Oh, dear. <laughs> so basically around Christmas time in villages, and I would assume these are Welsh villages, um, people walk around with this, uh, the Mari Lloyd, you know, the hobby horse. Yep. And they sing, and that's called wassling. And then, wassle. Yeah. So there's the drink wassle that you make. It's warm and delicious and uh, will get you quite intoxicated quite quickly. Another Seymour Christmas party that I was not able to drive home from. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, it's also associated with like kind of singing. It makes me think of like Christmas carols almost. Okay. And in uh, parentheses, because I just had to say it was like <laughs> reminding me of the song like "Wassle Baby, Wassle Baby." Oh, <laughs> keep move on. <laughs> uh, so dumb. So back when villagers would uh, travel through the fields in winter, um, you know, with the Mari Lloyd, and they'd sing to ward off bad spirits and to ensure good crops. And this, again, has a lot of roots with paganism. Mm -hmm. They pour wine into the ground to help with this. Um, Today, when they do this tradition, basically they parade around with the hobby horse, and when they get to someone's door, they knock, and the homeowner opens, and they sing, and then Mari Lloyd, she she wants to have a battle of wits. Which basically, in my mind, this sounded like a rap battle. (laughs) Basically. Mom's spaghetti. (laughs) Basically, Marie Lloyd, like, tries to, like, throw down at the homeowner, and they exchange rude rhymes to one another. Like, I... Do you remember that MTV show, Yo Mama? Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Think of that. Yeah. So they go back and forth, and I believe the... How it works is that if she... if If the horse wins... She gets to come into the house, and they enjoy drinks and food together with the homeowner. And apparently, if the, you know, <clears throat> the Marie uh, Louis is able to get into the house, the homeowner is said to have good luck for the new year. Oh. So it's a good thing, but apparently she's also a bit mischievous. She likes to steal things from the homeowners. <laughs> she likes to chase people. She <laughs> likes, I'm like, this bitch is wild. <laughs> cray cray. <laughs> so just, uh, you know, think of a horse skull parading around, okay. having rap battles with people, and then going in and drinking all their booze. <laughs> this is easily my favorite one. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, so that's the uh, Mari Louis. Interesting. Yeah. Never heard of I was going to say, I have never heard of life. this either. That's br- I like the, the rap battles. <laughs> so if a, a horse skull comes to your door, be ready to throw down. <laughs> got it. <laughs> yes. That's funny. Good mm-hmm. one. Good one. Well, we've got our third Yule Cat here. Co-host here. Hello, this is Mishka. You're going to have to move. That's the second part of my notes, bud. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. So my next one is pretty close to one of my favorite Christmas things of all time. Okay. The, 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 the Grinch. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. So first we have to have a debate. Which one is better? The one with Jim Carrey or the original cartoon? Mm, I would say the one with Jim Carrey. Yeah. I would have to absolutely agree. Because it's just funny. Like, it's a really funny movie. It really is. Greg's favorite, my dad's favorite, is the cartoon. Like, he oh, okay. absolutely, he'll watch that, like, 15 yeah, times during I mean, Christmas. And it is a good one. It's I'm not saying it's the not original. Good. I get it. Yeah. Sure. But Jim Carrey is probably my top actor, like, favorite actor of all time. Yeah. When he goes through the list in the movie of the things he has to do, he's like, at 6 p.m., like, solve world hunger. He's like, tell no one. <laughs> and then he's, like, going on and on. He's just, like, 7 p.m., screaming to the abyss. Um, and then he's, like, I forget, finally, he's like, 8 p.m., dinner with myself, and I can't reschedule that. <laughs> 
It's just funny. So it is so good. That's one of his like least favorite roles he's ever played. Oh really? He said the makeup was just horrible, and then he had to his teeth obviously were all yeah. fake, and he said it was like the most uncomfortable teeth and then his eyes he had to have contacts in Ooh. instead of just scratched his eyes like even after yeah. he took the contacts out like it just hurts wow. so bad so he said like if they asked me to do it again i probably never would interesting do it again well mm-hmm. you never know it i mean mm-hmm. it does a great job yep but dang dang that is intense mm-hmm. um so i think most people probably know the story of the grinch but we're going to talk about it anyway because listen it's right. christmas <laughs> i got a lot of popcorning for you oh, in wow. my next two okay where does the grinch live uh, Mount Crumpet. Oh, good one. So <laughs> Dump it to Crumpet. <laughs> dump it to Crumpet. Because <laughs> I always say to you, age before beauty. When, mm-hmm. Like I always open the door for Celeste, and I'm older than her, so it doesn't. She likes to remind me it doesn't work, but I, yeah. just, I still do it. So age before beauty. And then when he does it, when they go back to Mount Crumpet, they go mm-hmm. through like the trash system. Yeah. And he get, tells the dog, he goes, fleas before beauty. <laughs> and then he jumps in. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, so basically, it's kind of in. It, I've always like wondered if there's a little Whoville in every snowflake. Maybe you never know. And like, what happens when like the snowflake lands on your tongue and then it melts and you're just like. Rah! That was my question. I was like, they kind of cut from the apocalyptic part of the movie when the snowflake like hits the ground. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then like, it melts and then everybody dies. Yeah, what like, happens? It's it's a cool idea, not sustainable, but very interesting. <laughs> Yes, unless their whole life is, like, in the span of... Falling. Yeah, 10 minutes. That's pretty trippy. Yeah. Hmm. Aliens. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Whose were aliens? (laughs) Yes, so they have this little town, you know, town that loves Christmas. Like, Mm -hmm. everybody's all about Christmas. Yep. And to be fair, most people say that the Grinch hates Christmas. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really hate Christmas. He hates people. I mean, I get that. We all get that. I get I that. Just, we went out yesterday in the afternoon time, and I was like, there's just people out here. <laughs> I know. I don't like this. I don't this. like people. Yeah. <laughs> get like, here. No, thank you. Um, so he decides, how do I fix this? I'm going to take my dog. I'm going to dress up like Santa. I'm going to float down and start stealing toys and commit crimes, mm-hmm. breaking and entering <laughs> and stealing toys and Christmas trees and yep. all this other stuff. But then he meets the sweet little Cindy Lou Who and she basically steals his heart. And it's just like, why Grinch? Why? <laughs> and then he's just like, dang it. And basically returns all the toys, and his heart grows to three sizes, yeah. and he just likes Christmas. And they end up, like, accepting him, right? He yep. He becomes, like, a who. Pretty much becomes, he wins the um, hoobalation. That's right, the hoobalation. Celebration. <laughs> That's such a good movie. It really is. it again. Yep. We watched it already this year, didn't we? We did. I could watch it again. Yeah. I love there's a meme I saw somewhere where it was like if the Grinch has a dog, like um, there's no excuse for people who don't like dogs. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Right. The Grinch had one. Exactly. So do better. And to be fair, I like my animals more than I like people, so that that's about right. Except when this Yule cat, we had to throw away one of our fake plants mm. because no matter where we put it, this doucher decides it. I'd like to pee on that. <laughs> Mishka, you are the Grinch. You are a Grinch. You're a Yule Cat and a Grinch. You're everything. Evil. Yes, Gil. <laughs> okay, I really need these notes now, though. Thank you. Oh, oh, Sorry if I gave you a paper cut. 
Oh. Okay. okay. I got That's done now. There you go, gal. You can have your notes back. <laughs> Why um. is it wet? <laughs> oh, for you to find out, gal. <laughs> Continue. All right. Uh, well, the next one that I have is, uh, this is French. And once again, this is a pretty violent-ass story. Okay. Because I've yet to find a fuzzy, a warm and fuzzy uh, legend. Mm-hmm. So, this is, uh, and again, don't speak French, so sorry. Père Fouettard. And I don't know if I said that right. So, this uh, legend originates in the uh, 12th century and translates to loosely uh, Father Whipper. <laughs> And I'm like, 50 shades of gray much? Like, this is very (laughs) odd. I don't know. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Um, So, you know, this is a really interesting story. Apparently, uh, Père Fatoir was an evil uh, butcher who lured three boys back to his house, killed them, chopped them, and salted them. Okay. So, like, Christmas meets Silence of the Lambs. (laughs) So... Got it. So, super sad. Good start. You know, exa- Good start here. Right. We got a cannibal. We got a murderer. Well, don't worry, because St. Nick shows up, and he's like, what the fuck? Mm. And so, because apparently St. Nick can also resurrect people. Didn't know he could do that. Jeez. So, he, you know, resurrects the boys, and he deals with the crazy butcher, and makes him his immortal servant. And, again, kind of like the same thing as Bell Snickel, kind of like the hitman for can you uh, not? Santa. Can you not? <laughs> Why? We're going to have to lock you up, too, you douche. Yeah. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> so, yes, he becomes St. Nick's, like, right-hand dude. And on St. Nicholas's Day, and I don't know if this is the same as Christmas, he travels around with gifts, uh, coal, and spankings. <laughs> Great! <laughs> and the final thing is that he wears dark robes with a switch on his back, kind of similar to Belsnickel, and yep. he's al- almost always covered in soot. Oh. So he's kind of dirty. But he kind of, if you look at all these, they all kind of look like Santa. in okay. weird, Like the yeah, sack. Yeah, yeah, um, I noticed that too. But it's like the foil of Santa, the opposite. Yeah. So yeah, mm-hmm. that is a pair of Fouettar. And I'm like, you know what? For, you know, committing murder and almost, you know, cannibalism, yeah. you got <laughs> off pretty good, my friend. Like, Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I said, Europe ain't playing. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> Uh, okay, ready for my last one? Yes. Okay. So this is part of your favorite Christmas movie ever of all time. But I'm just preparing myself because I know we have to watch it because Gabby's coming home. That's all you're going to want to do on fucking Christmas Eve is watch the fucking Muppet Christmas Carol. Okay. A gem. A gem. It's so annoying. Charles Dickens would have given it five stars. <laughs> I give it one star. There's like two cute parts in that movie, and that's it. Scrooge. <laughs> yes, that's who I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm feeling. So Ebenezer Scrooge, um, and of course, was made famous by Charles Dickens in 1843. I didn't realize that the a Christmas Carol was that old. Mm-hmm. That's wild. Oh yeah. And it's a lot darker in the original version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, maybe I would like that one. I've never seen that. There's a new remake of it they did. We could try and find it. But Mm -hmm. it's like the original is very, very dark. I like it. Yeah. Okay. Um, Okay. Popcorn time. I told you I was going to popcorn you. Okay. Who are the four spirits of the movie? Uh, The ghost of Christmas past. The ghost of Christmas present. The ghost of Christmas future. Who's the fourth one? Is Scrooge a ghost? Nope. No. Who am I missing? 
Oh, you're going to be mad. Not Tiny Tim. No, the ghost of Jacob Marley. Oh, gotcha. Bummer. That makes for you. sense. Yeah. That's a real bummer for That's you. That's unfortunate. That's really unfortunate for you. Uh, Gabby, you'll be ashamed. Okay, well, I'm going to popcorn you back then. What is the first line of A Christmas Carol? I don't know. I hate that movie. <laughs> the book. <laughs> Twas the night before Christmas. <laughs> I think it was Marley was dead to begin with is the opening line. And you're like, wow, this is a Christmas story. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So good job with the popcorn. That's like, I'm going to know any of that. <laughs> okay. So basically like you had said early, a Scrooge, mm-hmm. um, he hated Christmas. Yeah. Um, but did you know why he really hated Christmas? No. So he had a really kind of, um, Messed up dad. Like, his dad was kind of a doucher. Yeah. His mom wasn't in the picture. Gotcha. Um, his sister pretty much raised him. Okay. And then his sister passed away. Oh, okay. And left him with this nephew who they really just didn't get along. Okay. Okay? Gotcha. Um, so, they... Okay, where does he work? Because he is a stingy little accountant. Uh, he... Isn't he a mortgage mm-hmm. person? Mm-hmm. But he, like, owns his own mortgage business? Yeah, what's it called? I don't know. Wow. I'm really failing here. The Royal Exchange. Oh, yeah, that wasn't in the Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> Popcorn. Okay, so basically, he hates Christmas. His, okay, so his dad was a dude. Mishka, stop. <laughs> Goodness. Um, but also he was engaged to a woman named Belle. Oh, yes. Who, that is in the movie. Yes. And he just becomes infatuated with his money and just only cares about making money and yep. not giving a shit about anybody else. And she starts to realize this and leaves him and gets married to someone else. Yeah. But she leaves him on Christmas. Oh, little Burn, girl. You know what? That's some big dick energy right yeah. there. <laughs> She's, bye. Um... So that's kind of when he became, like, Scrooge. We, now we call people Scrooges who just don't decorate for Christmas or give people shit for decorating for Christmas before Thanksgiving. Yeah. I guess that's us then. I guess we might be a Scrooge because I feel like I've done that. But we decorate. We changed our ways this year. because 2020 does not count. Nope, it doesn't. It's just been its own damn year. Because we decorated before Thanksgiving this year. It's true. That's okay. We had to do something to it's okay. make us feel something again. It's right. <laughs> Yes, so the movie that you love is The Muppet yes. Christmas. Fight me, the best version. It's not, it's not, because it's just so much singing and oh, puppets, and it's just... It's so good. I deal with it once a year. That's all you get. I know. You can watch it anytime without me, but I will watch it with you one, one time I know, a year. I'm saving my one for Christmas Eve. I figured. <laughs> um... So, kind of the whole movie is these ghosts, the ghosts of Christmas past, the ghosts of future... Present and future. And yeah, yeah, yep. to come. And then uh, Jacob Marley. Yeah. And basically, like, take him through time and, like, he sees these different parts of his life and it kind of just makes his his heart grow three times mm-hmm. his size. And he yep. just is like, oh, okay, like, I better do better. Yeah. So he was going to make all his little people at his job, like, work through Christmas Eve and mm-hmm. on Christmas and he paid them, like, no money, didn't give them any Christmas bonuses or, like, anything, just worked them to the right. bone, underpaid. Um, and then after he sees all these ghosts, he realizes, like, wow, I'm a big fat ass. Mm-hmm. Like, I should do better. And yep. so he gives them the time off and gives them raises and, you know, extra money and kind of becomes, like, mm-hmm. very 
thoughtful and generous at Christmas time. Yeah, and the other thing too, and this is a spoiler, but this uh, movie is old as hell, so <laughs> you've had time to watch. <laughs> um, the other thing is that his associate that he works with, uh, Bob oh. Cratchit. It's yes. Kermit in the movie. <laughs> um, who is father to Tiny Tim. Yes. Who is a sick, his like sick child. He sees with these flashbacks in Going with the Ghost that if he doesn't change his ways, his cruelty towards Bob Cratchit and their family will cause the boy to die. And in the end, you find out that he becomes like a second father to Tiny Tim. And because of that, he's able to live. Yes. But um, I'm kind of still convinced that it's a near-death experience. It like, when be, he's yeah. seeing the ghost, I kind of feel like that's mm-hmm. what it's like meant to me. Yeah, like having your yep. life replayed. Oh, good. Yeah, bug her now. Good job. There you go, Mish. Oh, <laughs> I, I'll speak into the microphone. <laughs> no, don't drink. That's my look for a get. Mish, gotta go away. <laughs> go away, you cat. Go crawl up the mountain. <laughs> go back to your troll witch mama. Go. <laughs> That's you. He's <laughs> like, I'm looking at her gal. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, and then he has his nephew that they never really got along. And his nephew did invite him to like Christmas dinner. And yes. he goes and has Christmas dinner and they kind of reunite. And yeah. That's a happy, I had to leave it on a happy note. I'm already so excited to watch this movie. <laughs> exactly. Oh. Mishka agrees. <laughs> yeah. So... I was like, what the fuck? Saw. (laughs) (laughs) Someone's sawing into our house. Oh, my God. All right. Ready for the last one? Yes. All right. So this is a short one, and this is the story of La Bufana. Okay. I feel like we're hitting all the countries here because this is from Italy. Okay. So the story of La Bufana originated in 1549, um, and La Bufana is an old, ugly woman who flies around on a broom. Me! (laughs) Us. Um, and she flies around Italy um, on either January 5th or 6th. And there, that's a big, um, it's like a big holiday. Okay. And I forget what the name is. Um, and so basically she lands on the roofs of houses and goes down the chimney like a la Santa style. And she leaves candles and presents for good children and coal for the bad children. So like Santa, but female. Yeah, pretty tame. Like All right. she ain't beating the fuck out of anyone. Yeah. Um, so if the family wakes up while La Bef- Bafana, I can't say that name, is there, um, they'd offer her sweets and wine. Okay. So the influences on this legend um, is that January 6th is the last day of Christmas, and it represents the last day that the Magi, who I believe are also the three wise men, okay. uh, visited uh, baby Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, it also represents the end of winter days and the beginning of lighter days, meaning when the days become longer um, that's also a common theme in these, you know, legends because the days are so dark at the times. Yeah. Um, so the story behind La Bifana was that she was a widow who lived during the time of Christ and that the Magi or wise men visited her on their way to meet Jesus and they got lost. So they ended up at her house and I literally wrote down typical men <laughs> can't go anywhere. Can't do a damn thing. Yep. So La Bufana, being the boss that she was, directed them to follow the star, which is the star referenced in the story of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Um, And they asked if she wanted to go with them to see the baby. And initially she declined because she said, you know what, I got some house cleaning to do. And I'm like, same girl. I feel that real hard. Um, Later, she changed her mind and decided she did want to find the baby Jesus, but she was unable to find him. Okay. So instead, she left gifts and sweets for children that she came across during her travels. Um, and yep. So now she rides on epiphany. Sorry, I skipped a line 
And like I said before, if uh, a family happens to find her in the house while she's leaving gifts for the children, they will, you know. She'll like, pull up. Yeah, they're going to, like, give her a drink and she can <laughs> hang out. So, yeah, that's kind of a cuter one. That is cute. <laughs> it's a good way to end it. Yeah. So, this one, I feel like we've got, you know, uh, Italian witches. We've got uh, French cannibalistic uh, immortal servants. <laughs> we've got a rapping horse head. <laughs> and we've got a bell snickerdoodle. <laughs> yep. And a yule cat. And a yule cat. <laughs> wow. That's a lot. That was a good one. That ended yeah. up being better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. There's a lot of them. It's it's interesting because they all seem to have, like, common themes. Mm-hmm. But um, got to say, like, all the European countries, like, y'all really know how to scare the shit out of you kids. <laughs> yep. <laughs> because, dang. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Those are hardcore. They really are. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Interesting. It is interesting. All right. Well, I got to go shower because I smell. Okay. I haven't showered today yet. <laughs> We won't tell them what time it is. (laughs) That's beautiful. All right. Well, so you can go shower. Let's go ahead and wrap it up. Well, Merry Christmas to everybody that's celebrating Christmas this year. Yes. Um, New Year's is coming up, so we're excited for that. Right. Yep. Short work week. Definitely excited for that. I'm yep. really excited that I finally get to eat this cookie here. I know. Thank you again, we're almost there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And again, um, a Merry Christmas to everyone, especially those on the front lines working right now in healthcare. Yes. Um, some amazing news about the COVID vaccines coming out. So uh, a big congratulations to anyone who's worked on those. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you can come see me on Facebook. Yep. And remember, you can always look and find some merch at ghoulfriendspod.redbubble.com. Yep. You can also say <laughs> I was like, are you going to keep going? Nope. Or you, want me to do <laughs> um, you can also come find us on Instagram at ghoulfriendspodcast. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at ghoul underscore friends. And if you have a listener story or just want to send us an email, you can do that at ghoulfriendspodcast at gmail.com. And I think we got some actually the other day that I have not had a chance to read through yet, but I saw your name. So they have not been forgotten. We are going to read through them and we'll respond back to you. Fun stuff. Yeah. So for now, we hope you have a wonderful Christmas week. We hope you stay spooky, safe, and if a horse skull shows up at your door, you're ready to lay it down. (laughs) I'm Celeste. And I'm Caitlin. (laughs) You remembered. (laughs) And we're your girlfriends. (laughs) 